There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. 46% of Americans expect to leave behind financial obligations when they pass away. So it's crucial to make sure your family is financially protected. Policy Genius helps you find the right life insurance coverage by comparing options from America's top insurers with help from licensed, award winning agents. Secure your financial future with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get free life insurance quotes in just a few clicks. That's policygenius.com. Hey, I'm Eric. And I'm. I'm Tyler. And I'm Casey. <laughs> and you're listening to The Elvis Podcast. Count them. One, two, three members of the element are sitting here. Two living, of them. Living it. Living it. <laughs> the elephant. The, your elephant. <laughs> the elephant in the room is that there are three members living in it in Texas. That's right, right man. Now, finally. Our good buddy, Eric Gentry. Goody. Has made the move. I'm here. I'm a Texan. Yep, he got Sonic oh, last man. night. That's how you know. Yep, dude, he didn't even flinch when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Texan. That's right. Can you do the horns down? That's what all good Texans mm. do. <laughs> I do root for him. So. <laughs> See, that that's not offensive to it's Aggies not, at all. So it's that's not, fine. No. What is cares. offensive to Aggies? Uh, just the color orange. Just talk. That's it. Yeah. Just talk bad about Johnny Manziel, and they nah. get, get, get real upset. Dude, I will talk bad about Johnny Manziel all the time, but I will never criticize him as a player. He was amazing. Um, which Tyler's dad loves to say how Johnny Manziel was just an average player. So does he? Yeah. Huh. Isn't that funny? Him say that. Yeah. He might have been just trying to get at me and Drew. Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, definitely. If he said it when Drew was around. Yeah. So. All good old red blooded Republicans love to just, you know, yeah, do that. My so. dad. Um, my dad just likes football and football players. He doesn't have any uh, real allegiances too much. So, what'd you say? He doesn't have real, really any allegiances. Real allegiances, gotcha. Yep. We are definitely in East Texas mode, slurring our words together, talking fast. How well, we do, y'all? It's two p.m. It's how man. we do. This is my low point. <laughs> That's it. I it's kind of warm in here, you know. Yeah, we're getting like, it mm. is. It's like warming up now. It is. I think it's because it's getting cold and the heater's coming on or something. Ooh, I don't know what not it is. Good. We do not need heat. Uh, uh, Eric got to experience his first Texas tornado last night. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. 
Uh, <laughs> welcome to the next four months of your life. Uh, you're going to have 100 degree days mixed in with 100 mile per hour winds every 10 days. Uh, so that is where we live. But we're glad you're here, dude. Uh, I'm glad I'm here too, man. We have been getting so much done since you've got here. It's been so productive. It has, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. But uh, Eric actually joined us. In Tennessee for a little action here while yeah. back as well, but then he had to go home and um, uh, do Easter's uh, or something like that. Was family right? Mm-hmm. How was that? Pack up and get down here. Did you get some Easter noodles? No Easter noodles. <laughs> no. That's that's just for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, <laughs> which do they, they are really? Call, they're they're called egg we noodles. We so. about this on the podcast. Has the podcast does the podcast world not know about they this? To they know do. For they sure. do. We've talked about. Okay. It. okay. Yeah. Because we, I think we've asked the audience if they know what. When you've Thanksgiving done like three hundred and thirty podcasts versus like three, <laughs> hey, you're the you guy remember, that can remember, remember the things. episode numbers. Like I, I used to, reason. but it's because I used to upload them. Now I don't upload them anymore. I can't even talk, much less, <laughs> much less remember. Yeah. So, um, no, but I gotta, I gotta. y'all reserve the Thanksgiving noodles for only Thanksgiving Day. Like, there's not Christmas oh, no. noodles that are the same thing. No, we still eat like. The noodles as a meal itself sometimes. They're called Thanksgiving noodles when they're not for Thanksgiving, yeah. right? When they're on Thanksgiving, they're just noodles <laughs> because it's a oh, given. it's inverted. It's a given thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, you don't go, you know, this is my th- Thanksgiving dressing. You just say, we're getting dressing. You know what I mean? At Thanksgiving. Interesting. This guy yeah. gets it. Yeah. Tolerance. So you have to you have to denote outside of Thanksgiving that these are Thanksgiving noodles and not some other kind of noodle. So if y'all had noodles on Easter, you wouldn't call them Easter noodles. You just call them noodles. Probably. Did you have noodles? No. Mm. No. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Do they have Easter noodles? <laughs> I don't know. Because then they would just call them Thanksgiving noodles. You make you make Easter. the Thanksgiving noodles with egg noodles. Egg ones. Yeah. As opposed to flour ones, right? Mm-hmm. I don't quite understand the words. I made homemade biscuits last night, and they were real good. High biscuits? You said? Yeah. Well, I almost got to use some high biscuits jelly, but uh, I'm out until next year. I'm but, ready to go up to Iowa and get some of the red buds to make jelly out of. Are you? Because they are green buds around here right now. There's some of them that are still in full bloom. I know. I think it's on the ones on the north sides of buildings. I kind of wonder that, too. That's what I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. Have you actually made trees. your own jelly before? Not out of red bud. Yeah. But out of other things. Hmm. Strawberries. Make a lot they have a pretty good strawberry farm here in town. Yep. I've never been there, but I think we will this year probably. I spent $70 there last year. <laughs> How many pounds of strawberries do you get Just know that you don't 70? need more than you think you do. Like, you, you just get what you need for a couple of days, maybe. Yeah, they don't last real long. No. How many pounds did you get for that amount? I don't know. I feel like 40. I don't know what it was. 40 pounds of strawberries? I don't think it was, but it was, it was a lot. Well, in Biden's America, it's going to be a little less. Um, yeah. But um, What about in Trump's America? How would that be? I don't. It would be, you would get because he's winning twenty twenty four, right? I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, All right, election anyways, predictions. That's right. Election predictions. Yeah. Uh, We're gonna go on the record saying this. <laughs> I'm gonna say DeSantis and a unknown Western Republican senator as a candidate. That is, is about as good a guess as I can do. Probably. Yeah. Probably a Utah guy. I'm thinking, not saying. I was thinking Mitch McConnell. I can't. Please not. Isn't Mitch it turkey McConnell. season? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was a turtle man, not a turkey no, man. He's a turkey man for sure. <laughs> uh, Eric, any other guesses? 
Yeah, um, he's going to say Barack's coming back. I was going to say, well, he was, pr- probably, probably Putin. I don't know. Putin. <laughs> in he's imputing that into this podcast right now. Uh, Actually, he, Eric was really, I think, uh, didn't you vote for the Chicago mayor last year? Last yeah. time around? No. That's your favorite? I thought they went in mind Good votes old. from the other, from outside That's where you got the turtle thing, right? No, she's the penguin or something like that. No. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's the mayor of Chicago. They have they have a thing that she's like tur- the turtle. Yeah, what is it? Um, I forget what it is. I don't know. Scary. That's what it is. Yeah. She is she is scary. <laughs> so scary. there's uh, a lot of people that scare me in this world. Though. I know it, man. We um we have got a lot of stories to tell from uh, Iowa or wherever we went the other day. Where we go, Tennessee. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Before we do that, uh, I did tell a friend that I would let y'all know some stuff. So there is um, a brand of books out there for children. What's his friend's last name? (laughs) Jubarn. Jubron. You talking about Jubron James? James? (laughs) Yeah. Jubron Howard. Jubron Howard. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Smile outside with James and his brother. I can't say that last name. It's one of those deals. Y'all ever do this thing where, like, you read something wrong and then, like, for forever, once you find out the right way of doing stuff, you can't do it? Yeah. I always thought it was German, but it's not. (laughs) Jabron. Jabron James. (laughs) Jabron. Jabron. I don't know. Jabron James. But anyways, uh, Smile Outside makes children's books. I've got some of them. They're really cool. Uh, I think it's Jubron. Y'all go check it out. Um, They... uh, He's got some elk ones. You've got one, right? I got five of them. Golly. Yeah. They're cool. Cinquenta. Yeah, that's right. Um, no. <laughs> that's 50. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's just uh, kind of like the uh, Sandhill and Blue Repair. You're just, thing trying, to, you're just trying to confuse <laughs> Eric. Just trying, to sure, you know, <laughs> trying to make sure you correct me. Hey, let's talk in code. <laughs> Speak Spanish. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Does the world know about the Colores? I don't know. I feel like you might have told this. I think you I did think tell that, this recently. Yeah, I think so. All right. Eric uh, thought that Trace Colores was just a name. He didn't realize it actually held meaning, and it was pretty oh, funny. That's not true. Here we go. Here we go. Here I we knew go. what it meant, but I thought the colors of the Man. was the colors of the meat, not the colors, the colors of the, the plate. Meat. Yeah, I'd hate for it to make sense or something. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm out of this. I'm off, the, I'm off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off. Oh, man. Uh, we're going to laugh a lot this year, and it's going to be real good. Yep. Uh, That's how we're going to burn calories. I'm way. actually burning calories just sitting here right now. I'm sweating. Uh, <laughs> but, turn the AC on? I'll no, I'm not going to. I might have to pee pretty soon. Okay, we got to just stop being guys laughing on the podcast. We got to get somewhere. Um, yeah, because that's what people that's right. tune out to. Um, we uh, we've got a couple things coming up that we need to tell y'all about real quick. Um, there will be a video from our turkey hunting trip where we got to uh, turkey hunt with Chad from Cruiser Saddles a lot, and then hunted with Mitchell Johnston with a T from Dead End Game Calls uh, <laughs> one day. And by the way, he is. Uh, like a three-time national champion turkey caller. So I also hear he's pretty good at Cherokee squat. He is. He is a <laughs> Cherokee squatter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're going to teach y'all that on a video, actually, That's a right. how-to Cherokee yeah, squat. Yeah, we'll definitely do a how-to video with that. Um, it probably will be in conjunction with this some of our bow videos and stuff. Something that KC made um, up. So uh, we will do that soon. Watch for the Cherokee squat video. Watch for the turkey hunt video. And then also... Likely on Sunday or Monday of the week of April uh, 13th, somewhere in there. So it'll be like April 17th or something, maybe. Coming soon. Yeah. 
to a screen near you. Yep. Um, Watch so it in 4K. That we also did a cool video with Chad about tree ascension and descension mm-hmm. whenever we were up there, like the best ways to get in and out of the tree when you're saddle hunting. So uh, we won't tell you all too much about that yet. We'll kind of lead into that a little bit more. That might take a little longer to produce or post-produce, mm-hmm. which gets me confused. Um, but that'll come <laughs> out soon. too many contracts. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's some of the stuff that will be heading your way. We're also going to be at, uh, TAC SA, um, in a few weeks. Uh, so, um, if you see us, come say howdy. We probably won't be there very long because mm, no. <laughs> I get tired and I want to go do something real. We have, we got a pretty cool place lined up to go do a little hunting, uh, while we're on that same trip. So shooting foam or shooting live animals, probably going to choose a lot of animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love boat fishing for Guadalupe bass. I know, dude. <laughs> Texas State shafts. Um, but uh, anyways, looking forward to that. Tyler? You ever known anybody that shot a bass with an arrow? A few. <laughs> I've known a few, too. And I, and I actually can promise you that I have not done that, but I've known some people to do it. I haven't done it either. I have not. Let me say this. I have not shot a largemouth bass in the arrow. Gotcha. I hit a hybrid on accident one time. Um, but that's been but a long, lived. long time ago. Um, probably live, though. Probably. They're going to die anyways. You know, like I mean, they don't reproduce, so what's the point of having them? I think that's false, too. But Do you? Yeah. I've seen them spit out some eggs before. I know. But they say they don't reproduce. I've, then why do you have, like, have you ever been checked by a game warden whenever you've got 75 fish in the cooler so um growing up i did a whole bunch of summertime sand bass and hybrid fishing and we'd go load them up and fill the the freezer with fish doing that and um like i never got any tickets because as a kid my dad never did any either but i knew some people that did and during that a law enforcement official would <laughs> pull fish out of the cooler and say sand bass Measure it. Hybrid, measure it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. And then just not worry about that one. Couple things in there. Mm-hmm. How can you not be sure mm-hmm. if they don't reproduce? Right? Because mm-hmm. there's a certain way to identify with tooth patches and with broken bars down the side. And the other thing is like, oh, come on, dude. <laughs> You know, like, what are we doing here? So I think I think that I don't know. I don't know what I think, but there are some that don't look like they are fifty fifty. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yep. I do know what you're saying. But I've caught some big old fatties that were for sure hybrids that were just putting eggs out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that means exactly. Well, I guess they're they, just sterile. They have functional. Uh, Whatever you call it, reproductive reproductive organs. organs yeah, um, but uh, I don't know. <clears throat> it is what it is. We also hey. had a friend <laughs> from our local archery shop, um, one of our good buddies, uh, post about how he was bow fishing, helping control uh, invasive species. Did he ever respond to you? He did. He did. <laughs> I thought he was just going to let it ride. No, he figured he'd be embarrassed about. He was posting about a fish that cannot reproduce. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was funny. He took it like a champ. That's why he's cool. That's good. Yeah. Um, did you, did y'all, when y'all froze 
sand bass and hybrid fillets, were they still good, you feel like? Or did they kind of get mushy? Man, when I was a kid, I didn't care that much. That's kind of how I am, too. I just don't know. Um, anymore, I want to eat them fresh, just because fresh in general is better. But I just don't catch fish like that anymore mm-hmm. because, A, I don't have a boat, and B, well, I didn't have a boat, and B, I fly fish, which means you don't catch fish. So Yeah. Um, <laughs> but back then, we'd fill, you know, cover them in water in a Ziploc and freeze them and then have a fish fry a couple months later, and they were good. So the last striper I caught uh, on a fly rod, I did it whole on the grill. It was good. Mine wasn't that good. <sighs> Mine was so tasty. What was up with that? But that gummy, they stick to the grill so bad. They do that for sure. Got to use foil. Yeah. I do love that, like, <coughs> fish fat. Mm-hmm. You know, like that feeling on your Kinda fingers. Co- co- collagen type yeah, of deal. It's yep. good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Eric caught a couple fat fish. Yeah. Mm hmm. I didn't. What kind of fish did you catch, Eric? Caught two smallmouth, first ones I've ever caught. Really? Mm-hmm. Don't have those in Illinois, huh? Hey, we have them. I just, I've never caught them. Mm-hmm. Just cat fishermen. Yeah, They're cat- mostly in rivers up there, and I, I really don't fish rivers up there. You don't have a river that runs right through the middle of your town or anything, so. Tadgummit. Tadgummit. Uh, Eric, I'm sorry. Because he's just going to make fun of you on our podcast no, to thousands not, of people. I'm not making fun of thousands him. Thousands of people. Are just... It doesn't run through the middle of town, Tyler. <laughs> it runs through the side of town. It runs through the side of town. Okay. Well, that one, it, I don't think there's any small mouth in that either. There's not. Uh-uh. It was I've, only a seen, bit... I've seen gar come out of that river before. It's a little mucky. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty muddy. What yeah. did uh, Hunter call me? Needle nose gnar? <laughs> needle, needle nars is what he called them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is funny. Okay, so turkey hunting. Yeah, we did a little bit of that. We are not expert turkey hunters. Last the last turkey hunting I We're did before this trip <laughs> was with Eric Gentry. Dang. Yeah, it's crazy. How about that? And we had a lot of encounters. Mm-hmm. Do you ever air that footage? Well, we don't need turkey footage, really. We got yeah. like a peeping tom, and that's about it. Really? Man, I have so much mental footage from that trip. It's crazy. I saw so many turkeys. We'll have to go back next year. Yep. Yeah. I would love to. Um, so, this year, we decided we're going to do a little turkey hunting. We're going to do more turkey hunting pretty soon, actually. Um, but uh, it was a good opportunity for us to go and hang out with Chad. And we had met the Dead End boys out at uh, ATA this year. And uh, decided we all kind of had, you know, pretty similar values and thought it would be cool to get to hang out and stuff. So uh, it started out being Mark, Mitchell, and Patrick were all going to come to Tennessee. And then them other boys started dropping like flies, um, yeah. which is how it goes, man. I understand. I'm just giving you all a hard time. But um, you gotta got to make money, I guess. That's right. That's right. When and you uh, when you make it, you're just going to spend it. So then you got to keep making it. That's right. You know what I mean? I think they're getting ready for their Nebraska trips, I think. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but. Um, I don't blame them, Dad. Gummit. Me neither. I want to go do that. I was tired when we got back. <laughs> Running them hills. Uh, man, I liked it. I liked it I a did lot. Too. So Tennessee, where we turkey hunted, uh, uh, east of Nashville. And um, it's the hills, or the hollers, as they say over Both, there, I imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know too much about the geology of the region, but Chad was talking about the Cumberland Plateau, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I, I know he knows what he's talking about. And that's what we learned on this trip was that when a Tennessean or a turkey hunter tells you they hear a gobble 
or whatever it might be, you just trust that they did, okay? Because it works out. But um, Chad's got a he's got a good ear, man. He does, man. For a guy who hasn't been hunting that long, he's a dadgum good hunter. Mm-hmm. At least you know in my eyes, for a guy who hasn't been hunting much, mm-hmm. my ears too. Uh, yeah. But uh, so the first day we get up there and we're gonna go hunt the hills. Did we go to the hills first? What did we end up doing first? I don't remember. Dude, Do you remember I can't. Eric? I barely remember anything about this hunt except for that you killed. You ain't got no kids, so your awesome. head should be clear. I feel it like ain't. the first night we didn't do anything, right? And then the next morning we went out. Is yeah, right? first night we didn't do anything. First night you got you got there. Tyler's already asleep. Yeah, Tyler's already asleep. I was pretending. I was pretending. We were watching ridiculous. I knew you come in, but I was like, I was at the point, and I was like, I'm just gonna chill, man. If y'all don't show up to your motel room and just watch ridiculousness, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> but real. that's what we usually do. Yeah. Or and outdoor channel if it's there. It's usually not anymore, yeah. which is a complaint of mine. I'm gonna submit. Um, but uh, yeah. send, send submit that to the uh, Patel organization. Yeah. Or <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, we uh, were watching some ridiculousness, and Tyler was laughing about at something. And then, like thirty seconds later, Eric walks in, and Tyler is asleep. And I, I, I believe he was asleep too. It wasn't like I'm going to just not say anything. No, I've been sitting still for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> about, a pretty, minute. about a minute. <laughs> about a minute. That's right. And uh, I Eric, go sleep fast. Eric got on his air mattress over there and squeaked all night. And then <laughs> I didn't hear nothing. I dude. did. I didn't sleep very good that first night, but after that, I got sleeping good because we got to run around the hills pretty good. Oh, we went to Chad's lease the first thing yeah. the first morning. And almost killed birds. I actually shot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because Tyler told me to. <laughs> so I've actually reviewed this footage. Uh-huh. I can tell you what all was said. Okay. I can tell you how it went down because I just reviewed it this morning. Um, <clears throat> so we ended up striking up some birds. And it was one of them deals where I heard the first, I heard, I heard the first gobble of the morning of the trip. So nobody believes you if you're the only one who hears it, you know. So everybody's, and I'm like, 100% gobble. So I think something along the lines of like we should, we hit it again, and then we all heard it. And so we're like, oh, and we went scrambling, you know. We head down this, this steep hill, and we KC sees the birds out in the pasture, and they're coming to us. And uh, so fast. we kind of, yeah, fast. So we kind of are trying to like make make our way to where like we're not going to let them stall out on a ravine or something that's too steep and whatever else we get on this little like logging road basically and i mean dude we hadn't we had we'd barely gotten set and everybody stopped moving by the time i saw the first bird which i guess the bird that i saw was the second bird Mm -hmm. you'd already seen a bird yeah but kc right as we sat down said hey let me know when you can see bird a bird or whatever it's like okay so because i probably have a better position on the turkeys and we're trying to double up yeah so i wanted to know as soon as tyler could see a turkey to shoot so we could do our countdown yeah yeah and so i uh i guess i saw a bird after kc had already seen it but i didn't know that he had seen a bird and so when the bird that i saw comes out into the to the uh forest lane or whatever the logging road forest clowns forest clown was in the forest lane uh forest lane is a place near smu where i used to live Uh, so uh when it comes out um i tell kc i said there he is kc well kc's across the lane from me or the logging road and uh they started putting at this point yeah they started putting Mm -hmm. um so i don't know if somebody moved I'm, i'm like kind of 
I'm like maybe a step in front of you, so I can't really see you, mm-hmm. and I definitely can't see Chad or Eric because mm-hmm. they're behind me. And so all I I say there he is, KC, and um, I hear something. I couldn't tell if it was you or Chad, but I can tell now watching the video that you said you shoot him like question mark shoot him, and I thought Chad said shoot him. Potentially, I didn't know what was going on, so I didn't say anything. I didn't shake my head, nothing. I just, I'm just sitting there looking down at these birds. Well, they happen to be like 80 yards away, <laughs> and so like, there's a potential. Like, it's not like complete idiotic to think that you could kill a bird at this. Range. I've killed turkeys at further range than this with a better choke, though. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, you kind of did this shoot them question mark. And nobody said anything, and all of a sudden, you hear Casey's safety go off. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, from that point afterwards, I realized me and Chad both knew, like, okay, it's happening. <laughs> and uh, he shoots, and all I can see, I can barely see the bird at this point. When he shoots, the bird, like, takes off, like, f- like flying, I guess. Got the bird flu. Yeah, I had the bird flu. <laughs> and uh, I thought it was flapping, like, flopping, like you smoked it. So yeah. I was like, yeah, Stand up real quick, and it's not there. I'm like, Dad, gum it. So I see you flying down the lane, and I go up the hill to see if they'll cut back, you know, across the hill, which they didn't. Anyway, yeah, bad deal. Got confused. Yeah. Uh, it was just one of them deals where, like, we got surprised and had to set up real quick. We did. I think what happened, I mean, outside of me shooting when I shouldn't have, uh, <laughs> and I've told y'all, I was not trying to be greedy, I promise. No. And you felt bad about it. I did. I didn't want you to feel bad about it because uh, it was the first morning. I thought it was just going to be like, okay, here's our shot. That was, you know, it's a miracle these turkeys came up here. I better try to shoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but um, I think what happened is those birds got to us a lot faster than we expected. And uh, Chad kind of knows what he's doing with turkeys a little bit. Like he was moving the leaves around and stuff to sound like hens pecking around. And I never thought about that. But I think that the turkey saw him doing that i felt like somebody was moving right before that turkey Mm -hmm. um that i saw showed up so if there was a bird before that yeah he actually came around you know how the turkey i shot at came up yeah the other turkey came around the bend Uh, on the road so and weird back at us yeah well i wasn't in a good position either so i might have stuck out a little bit there too um and i was looking at you you didn't look bad from the gopro angle no probably not but uh, I was still straight down the pipe. Yeah. Like in hindsight, there's this thing. Like there's this thing you see on outdoor TV and turkey hunting, where like people set up the decoys and then the turkeys come right at them and the people shoot them. Like and it's all kind of a straight line. Mm. If you got a good caller, it seems like to me being a little offset is pretty beneficial because mm. those turkeys are coming in where that sound is and you they they can see really good, but their periphery is still not as good as you know what they're concentrated on. Right. So like, I mean, it's just like us. Like right now. I can't see Eric's facial expression. I can see that he's over there, yep. you know, but he's probably just grimacing real mad at me. Yeah, but uh, I can't tell. Um, yep. But uh, that, that yeah. Gum River going through the middle of town. <laughs> I know, man. indeed. It. That was uh, that why. was my uh, faux pas there for yep. sure on the on the shooting. And for what it's worth, them turkeys seemed real close. But they weren't. I know they weren't. Yeah. But, like, when you hadn't seen one in a while. <laughs> yeah, you're like, whoa. <laughs> oh, look at that thing. <laughs> that thing's closer than I've seen. That's right. Especially when all them turkeys in Illinois last year were just hanging out right over the top of the ridge. It's <laughs> like that going. Just doing everything 100 yards away. Yeah. Um, so, from there. From there, basically, 
chasing birds around, getting, we located a lot of birds the rest of that day, I guess. And then Mitchell showed up that night. We had rain come in. We didn't get to fish. Yeah. And then we went fishing. But we had located a bird that day that you were going to shoot because I kind of like handed you the gun metaphorically at that. It's like, all right, Tyler, you mess one up before I get a chance to (laughs) shoot. Um, Which you did. Uh, I guess you as all of us. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I'm glad you saw that bird, actually. We did this thing where we went up in that ridge country and, uh, Got a gobble that was just going nuts about 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know much about it, but Chad says that if you get an afternoon gobbler, like, it's on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, like, went around, followed this ridge line all the way around, kind of hooked around to this bird. And uh, I think we might, might have been calling a little bit too much. Yeah, that's the if, – if I was retrospectively looking at the mistake we made, it was that – um, because we were going uphill, like every time we stopped to get a breather, we would uh, call, mm-hmm. and we probably should have just gained what we thought we should have gained, and then made a call. Yeah, because we ended up basically just he didn't move for a while, and then all of a sudden, the next time we heard or saw anything from him, he was forty five yards, just peeping Tom right just at us. Looked right at Tyler. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, we were walking down this lane or whatever, and we were literally like cutting into the woods and. As like Chad goes in, I look ahead of us and I'm like, "There's a head, that mm, guy <laughs> right good. there, big old gob head." Yeah. So we spooked that bird. Then it started kind of raining. We went fishing. That's where Eric caught his. That's right. What'd you catch those on? Uh, bandito bug. All right. Dang, that's that? like a Texan bait. Is it bandita? Bandito. Bandera bug. Bandera bug. <laughs> bandito <laughs> is actually just the motorcycle gang, right? Uh, they're. When I went to school at A&M, there was a little Tex-Mex, like, hole on the wall. But they had really good lunch specials that were cheap. There was a Bandito burrito. It's mm. pretty good. I bet red, it was. Red sauce burrito. Yeah. Yeah. So every time uh, Eric said that, that's like what pops my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting hungry right now because yeah. I ate mm. two eggs and a piece of toast mm. for lunch. I had a mango and an apple. Mm. Just sounds worse. I just had oatmeal. Carry on? Yeah. Oatmeal? <laughs> oatmeal. Uh, <laughs> did y'all ever watch um, uh, Frosty the Snowman when you were a kid, like mm-hmm. the original cartoon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that was what the little kid wanted to name was oatmeal? No. That's, yeah. So every time somebody says oatmeal, that's what pops in my head. <laughs> this little, The littlest kid, they were like trying to name Frosty, and he said, <laughs> Eric, tell everybody your favorite quote from that movie. Frosty Snowman? Yeah. Isn't it Frosty the Snowman? Frosty the Snowman. What? No, it's a cartoon. Frosty the Snowman's a cartoon? Uh-huh. Okay, what's the one with the claymation? R- oh. Rudolph? Is it Rudolph? Yeah. 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 What's Is my, it Rudolph? What's my, what? Well, I can't remember what that one's called, but it's the one with like... Uh, like Father. oh oh yeah yeah it is Rudolph. <laughs> okay. Look, no. you talking about uh, yeah, yeah. what is so that uh, when, bearded guy? That's who you're about to quote, isn't it? No, no. There. So at the beginning of Rudolph, the the all I guess you call them little bucks. I don't know. They're, they're all getting <laughs> all ready to come out. The reindeer. Yeah, but they're <laughs> the red, but the red nose what, 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 what do you call the male version of them? the uh, bucks? Yeah, okay. yeah, bucks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. they're all they're probably bulls. They bulls? Yeah. They're bulls, but they look like uh, bucks. In but they're bull americano, right? Like it's a uh, if it was in like. Reindeer are technically uh, like Euro, right? So reindeer are found bulls? in Newfoundland, which is North America. So they probably don't call them bulls, huh? I don't know what they call them. Stegs. Yeah. <laughs> Stegger culture. I don't really know. <laughs> anyway, anyway, they're they're so the they're getting ready to go outside for recess or whatever because they're you know they're in school and all the like 
little bucks see the the girl deer and they're all like look Dole. doors <laughs> that's funny and just the way he doors. says it is doors <laughs> let's see i'm on the wikipedia page which is funny i thought there'd be an imbd but it doesn't seem that there is um i bet it's stag dude i got a feeling it's here stag. we go here's imb 1964 the year my dad was born that's when that came out. 8.1 out of 10 stars. That's a pretty good movie, man. That is, man. Okay. Uh, do you have characters on here, IMBD? It's like a 4.2 restaurant, man. Top cast. They're showing the real people. I want to see the actual clay. I don't want to see the real people. <laughs> Charlie in the Box, cast and crew. Here we go. Uh, we got some fact checking going on over here. There's 11 cast members. I guess I can't figure out who the characters are. There's a bearded guy on there that's pretty funny. It's not Santa. Santa. Yeah, he's Santa. he's the he's a snowman, but he's bearded. Santa. Oh no, no, I know you're talking red beard guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Santa. No, um, not that one. <laughs> this is Santa. That's that's the abominable snowman. Abominable. No. How do you say that? This guy right yeah, here. Yeah, he turns into a guy with the, the pickaxe. That guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Remember that guy? Yes, I love that guy, dude. It doesn't say his character, but he's like he's the guy who's like getting people to the land of misfit toys or yeah. whatever. Dang, this is a good movie. <laughs> I'm ready to watch it. We're Christmas in July. That's cool. Come okay. On, How did we get there again? We were talking. <laughs> we were talking about uh, what, what were we talking about? Somebody oh, said uh, what was it? Wasn't Rudolph, but it was the other movie. So this, we're talking we're about Frosty's Frosty 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 Snowman. Okay, oatmeal. oatmeal that's huh? it. Yeah, but so. Bandito Bug. That's how we ended up there. Oh so my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I tried to fly fish in that stream and it wasn't doing very good. It's a pretty big river. I think it's actually a creek, but um, there. Uh, it wasn't. Huh? It wasn't doing very good. The fly fishing was not doing good. I was not doing <laughs> okay. good. Uh, so I feel like if I had been able to wait, I'd been done, doing a little bit better. But yeah. I only had on. I didn't want to get in the water. Uh, so. And we were in and out of rainstorms. It was a quick fish, for sure. Pretty crazy how much it rained and still how clear the water was, wasn't it? It was weird. Springs, man. Bulls. Yeah. Giving it away over here. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but uh, that's a cool spot. I'd like to go fish there again one day. I don't know if I ever will. That's a weird thing, man. A lot of stuff we do, it's like, you never be here again. I know. That's a weird thing. Yeah. That's why... Some of the stuff we do, I get like kind of weird about sometimes. I'm like, this is a special moment. Yeah. And a lot of guys are like, oh, I ain't nothing. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, man, it kind of. And also at the same time, like, I don't know how to like convey that. That's something that like, I struggle with. Like, yeah. how do I convey that this is special to me? Because I feel like most people may not care about this, right? Like, yeah. They got things like that in their hometown mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know. It's kind yeah, of, I shoot those out of my box behind every fall with my whole family. Oh, yeah, you we know? got a spring down there. You can drink straight out of it. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, well, I don't. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of cool. But, but yeah. I, I like that. I, I was thinking about that earlier with South Dakota, like um, where we went two years ago. I don't know if I'll ever go back there and hunt or not. I know. I want to bad. Yeah, I know. I want to bad, too. Just to see. Yeah. And the, the Degum Sharp Tails are everywhere. Dude, <laughs> the best sleep I've ever had was that was on that trip. Just That's about. weird. It was like, I can remember how well I was sleeping and how like, well-rested I was every every day when I woke up. The best FM radio station in the country is right there, too. Yeah. So. Well, that's socialism for you. That's it. <laughs> uh, so, that was our first day in Tennessee. And then... Uh, Mitchell Johnson shows up 
and wants to talk late at night when everyone goes to sleep. And then Mr. No. Patel yeah, no, wants to talk as well. <laughs> yeah, and we was talking for so long in the parking lot. And then Eric she... tried to kick his bumper I'm... in. <laughs> 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 Tired uh, of this guy. I said, where's the nearest Hyundai? What's hilarious is... Uh, He's uh, the reason I remembered that is because I was editing this morning, and he like donks Chad's truck yeah. the next morning on video. And Mitchell oh. died last night. He did that to the hotel owner's minivan last night. That's I think hilarious. I hit Chad's truck with a tripod or something like that. Yeah. It's loud. On yeah. uh, yep. We better write that one off, Chad, for sure. Yeah. Um, Sorry, appreciation. Chad. Um, <laughs> But it actually wasn't that bad. It's good to see Mitchell. Uh, he's a cool dude, man. He is, man. Good dude. Yeah, for sure. We for had real. A, we had a talk, man, on the way. I got to ride with Mitchell while y'all hang, hung, were hanging out with Chad. And uh, it's funny because when we finally – we, like, pulled up, and me and him are still just heart-to-heart, man, on some stuff. And uh, you finally, deep in your eyes? Yeah. We Mitchell were. Mitchell pays attention to what you're saying. He does. He, he does. a good listener. You. Yeah. Um, and – um, so anyway, like whenever we got done and we opened the door up, Casey goes, I knew when that head was bobbing, something important was being said in there. <laughs> we were getting after That's it. Right, we, were man. Just, we were just, you know, full philosophic, philosophical. And then morning. we got to hunt with Mitchell Johnston. I didn't realize how good a national champion caller is dude until that day you want to talk about make me feel like an old tv host but it really is something to experience yeah it's like, cool i i've always been like oh this is such a hoopla you know these guys just tooting each other's horns about it and stuff and like oh it's such a good call you just can't you know it's all about watching the dogs work and all this and that. Like those kind of guys you know that I mean? drives me crazy for sure <laughs> but it really was impressive um unique and like one of those things, like we may not get. I don't know. I mean, I would. I would like to say I would. I would be able to hunt with Mitchell every spring, but who knows, man? They might have bigger and better and more important things to do sometime, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so I may not. Like it may be one of those things that I get to experience one or two times. And so, like I think that I really enjoyed listening and learning from him, and it was really nice to instead of you and me look at each other like. What do we do? Yeah. And like saying, we could do this or we could do that. It was like Mitchell would be like, he would hit a bird and he'd be like, all right, that one's coming, boys. He's close. Why don't you sit down there? You sit down there and put the decoys down here. You get the camera right here. Where are we going? He's like, golly, dude. That is, that's the un, uh, like the unnoticed detail about hunting with a guy like that is that it's not that Mitchell has practiced his whole life to be a really good stage caller. Mm-hmm. He is. But the dude is around 40 dead turkeys a year. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has been in hunting situations. The day before, we were in a hunting situation and didn't know what to do. Whenever we were with Mitchell and that bird was close, he knew exactly what all we should do. And outside of uh, like getting caught some way or another, like we were almost going to kill four turkeys right yeah. there. It so was wild. We, we had so we had a bird come in uh, once we finally got back to where we you know it was I guess Chad's favorite spot. But he Chad, Chad had kind of pre scouted this and also knew from deer season like what area of this property there would be turkeys. Did he have a gun when he pre scouted? He probably did. <laughs> we didn't mention that <laughs> on the way up. Chad calls us and he's like, "It's like this, man. I'm gonna go out there and do some scouting." I'm going to see where them birds are. That way we can get out there in the morning and, and go kill some, man. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Ten minutes later. 
freaking picture of a dead turkey. <laughs> Chad scouted with a shotgun and killed a gobbler. What are we supposed to be going the next day? Dad gun it. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I don't know if he scouted with a gun up in there or not. He think he was scouting with a bow, actually. Chad has a cool gun. He does. It's a, it's a, you guys may have seen it. It's a 410 Mossberg in like Bottomlands. Mm-hmm. And pump. It's a pump. And it's got a, uh, it's got a sweet choke on the end. I don't know what it was, but uh, he's shooting TSS out of it, mm-hmm. and he's got a Tasco scope that's like a it's like a red dot scope except for it's got like a green reticle and dot in the middle of the in the reticle. It's real cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, what's the what's the thing where you can like the dot's going to be parallax. Where, I don't know about the parallax if that's like a thing that it, it has or not. I but, mean, it looked like it did. Yeah. I think the parallax is more or less accurate depending on how much you spend on the scope. Oh, okay. But, I mean, yeah. with a shotgun, yeah. accuracy is kind of relative. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, but it was cool. And uh, apparently it worked really well on that one turkey. But apparently so. Anyway, the next day, dead. so we we got in there with Mitchell. We hit some. We hit birds. He did the whole sit down here, do that, shut up. Put blah, out blah. a hen and then a mounted hen. Like, I mean, me yeah. and Jake is on her back. Yeah. Mounted. Yeah. And pretty cool, good-looking decoys. Well, this bird starts coming, and uh, all of a sudden, same deal. Like, we barely even – people have finally gotten still, and it's Mitchell like a minute still later. 45 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wild. And all of a sudden, uh, me and Casey are sitting a lot closer this time, we learned. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, you know, or Casey maybe saw him first or whatever. He's like, there he is right there. And I look down, he's right in the middle of the lane coming. We're on a lane again. And uh, he's just kind of high head. He hits a gobble, and I'm like, oh, dead bird. I think he even might have strutted he right did. there. He did. He threw up a strut real yeah. quick, and they got white-headed And right then got weird and went uh, kind of downhill. And long story short, spent like a while, like 20 minutes probably, like just gobbling it, you know, anywhere from probably like 60 to 110 yards or something like that. I couldn't really see him because he's downhill. But – he just kind of hung out down there. Mitchell worked him real hard. Well, all of a sudden, we start hearing this faint noise. And Casey's like, I think I hear birds. And I was I was listening. And when he would call, I was like, yep, I hear them. And so there were gobbles coming from down the next ridge or whatever. and Came from way yeah, away. I mean, at, these oh, birds, the first time I heard the gobble, it's hard to tell. But they sound like a half mile away. <laughs> they were way out there. Yeah. And so the the first bird kind of shuts up. And these birds, long story short as well, come in and they're getting they're getting pretty loud. And I'm like, they're going to come right down the road. They're going to come right down the road. I'm telling Eric, you know, be ready. And they get like behind where they should be popping up over the road any second here. And then all of a sudden they hit another gobble and they're like left of the road where they were coming from the right. And I'm like, what is going on? They end up working downhill and basically make a circle around all five of us for the next 20 minutes or more mm-hmm. and like just do this big huge circle and come all the way back around and they're like so they they started out before they like crested the hill where they should have been down the road say it's 12 o'clock and at this point they've circled around to where they're at three o'clock and i, I can see them and i'm telling kc kind of and eric what what's going on i'm like there's at least two i can't tell how many there are Ends up, KC said he saw four, and they, they're starting to work back towards our decoys, right? And we had, um, we, we had like, it was just tough because they didn't do what they were supposed to do. 
and or what they normally would do is like just come into the decoys. Instead, mm-hmm. they went in a big circle, and we figured out why later on. And basically, they get to probably like one thirty or something like that, and they're coming through some kind of empty open stuff and they start putting arm putting and so mitchell's back there like shoot him if you can if you got a shot shoot him and they're they're pretty far um they're not quite probably as far as the they're bird 45 or so they're like, they? yeah they're yeah. probably like 45 <clears throat> yards so as they're like leaving and so that way they weren't they were like 35 before they started putting they start working out and so they're kind of going through a, a spot where like i could shoot them fairly easy in the clear stuff but i don't want to like shoot across KC. So I tell him, well, he's still kind of gun shy because he feels like he messed it up earlier in the morning. Right. And so the day before or the day before. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, so he, you know, is kind of reluctant to shoot and they kind of get through all the thinner stuff and get, and they're still kind of working out and Mitchell's like kind of putting the pressure on. He's like, he's kind of like getting louder, like, Hey, shoot him if y'all can, you know, if you got a shot, you know? And, uh, I see one, the first one cut across this gap. that's like, 14 inches wide and i'm like okay i'm gonna shoot the next one when he comes through right there i put it on it and by the time i had pulled the trigger like as it is going off his head goes behind the tree through the gap and i still had like basically from where the feathers start on his neck down i had some of that like a little bit of his back right there and so i was when i pulled the trigger i thought i still felt good like i had a chance i mean i it was it was already where i couldn't stop pulling the trigger right Mm -hmm. anyway okay joe turner yeah yeah exactly uh sorry man I, i'm not a huge huge on that uh, mentality but i'm just messing with you uh, I'm so not yeah anyway i uh i especially know, shotgun you don't squeeze the trigger on a shotgun anyways no that's what i'm it. saying yeah that's exactly yeah. right so like i'm just like boom and as is going off i'm like no <laughs> you know? but like it, it i thought it was i thought it knocked him down and so i hopped up real quick and looked and i didn't see him there but i it was so thick i couldn't tell for sure if he hit the ground you know mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden i see a teenage mutant ninja turtle one of them at least going down the uh logging road in the fastest <laughs> fashion i've ever seen in my life <laughs> and he had a hood on and so i thought it was chad turns out it was kc <laughs> running like a four six oh, in full turkey man. gear down this road and i'm like okay and i look like a peepaw trying to get up out of here you know just in the thick stuff anyway long story short we didn't kill any birds in that deal and there's four gobs apparently what ended up happening uh like what's the right word here not biologically but like you know what i'm trying to say uh it'd be like um uh man the words on the tip there is a word that for that yeah um not anatomically not biologically socially yeah ish uh, also, Yukon Cornelius is the bearded guy's name. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Cornelius. That's right. So, so when we see turkeys, they're Cornelius's. Uh, got beards. Uh, those four birds that came in were a dominant group over that single gobbler. Yeah. And they were running him off. Now, that doesn't mean that he wasn't bigger than individual birds, but because there's four, he can't you know there's a chance they've already yeah. kind of whooped up on him. that's right he yeah. ain't tang on the full birds that's why they ran him off and ended up doing a big old circle around us because by the time they ran him off they could hear the decoys weren't triangulated to that's the right. collar they Mitchell were coming back to, like 20 yards yeah, they were coming to them chad said they got like 15 yards from him i believe it yeah yeah chad could have shot him too yeah he's which being makes a bro. you sad yeah i mean it's it, it was nice and i i mean i see what he was trying to do but mm-hmm. uh i was real sad after uh you know, 
you and me both pull the trigger and mess things up yeah. already. So, so from there we're like kind of running out of time with Mitchell because he has to go and do a, a film and video for Dead End. Um, so if y'all don't know, Dead End is a pretty cool company, man. Uh, I think Mitchell started it, didn't he? Uh, I don't remember if he started it or not or either. how it all works. He's but the poster child, though, because yeah. he can call like a maniac. That's right. He, the uh, the concept behind Dead End is uh, you're on a dead end road without Jesus Christ, which is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it's a, you know your ministry is right there, bold and present, right? Yeah. And, it's also a dead end for a turkey when Mitchell Johnson's calling for you, so right. it works double there. But uh, uh, they, it's a game call company. Yeah, though. Mitchell kind of told me kind of their their business model, you know, on a very basic thing. He's like, man, you can make calls and make them real expensive, or you can make calls that are still good and not charge as much money for it, and that's just what we do. So mm-hmm. they're kind of like a, a budget minded good game call. So pretty cool stuff. But um, he's got to go do shoot some video for Dead End. Um, but we're like, all right, we got like an hour before Mitchell has to leave. It's a 45 minute drive up to this place. Let's just go up there and see if we hear gobble. And what we do, we go up there, bust a gobble off. And sure enough, (laughs) um, things get, get wild. Uh, we walk out to this point and call. It's starting to get kind of windy, but Mitchell and Chad, Mitchell hears a bird. Nobody else hears it from what I remember. And then Chad hears it, and then they're like, all right, let's go. And Did then, you ever question well, Chad hearing a bird? I question everybody hearing a bird. <laughs> I I'm telling you, dude, like, I don't know if – I mean, I thought I have pretty good ears. Usually I do on other stuff. but Maybe like, your eyes just overtake your ears. Maybe so, dude. I'm like a, a bloodhound where, like, only one sense works at a time, you know. Um, but, like, they're like, yeah, I heard it. I mean, I started questioning myself, too, because, like, I got in one of those situations where uh, the turkeys were directly behind us, but because I kind of had my hood on, I heard them in front of us, mm-hmm. you know? Like, things get weird. Well, right? real quick, don't, don't you remember we were all, like, trying to figure out where the bird was because we couldn't figure it out? That bird? Yeah. Do you At remember that? At one point... Because like we were like, was he there? Was he there? Three like, different directions. Yeah. yeah, that's a real Elmer Fudd turkey thing to happen. Because we didn't know if we didn't know if he came up to the spot that we had just checked out. Because we let off a couple guys. That's what we had thought. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we thought that bird might have came, and that still might have been the case of mm-hmm. what happens. We'd stopped further up the road, got out, and made a couple calls, and nothing happened. So we walked out to this other point. Where we drove down and got out on this other point, and heard a call or a gobble from. I mean, had to be within 50 yards of where we had called before we thought. So that's kind of like <laughs> a weird feeling because uh, it's disheartening and also cool at the same time. Uh, and then I was unsure that there was even a turkey at all, um, but <laughs> my, I learned I had to trust people. And uh, sure enough, Mitchell has the plan for how we're going to kill the bird, right? So we uh, end up leaving the truck parked, but we walk down the road and then get off in the ditch and go to hunting this bird. And we're, like, trying to figure out a setup. I don't know how all this happened. Oh, it's because we're in those hollers, which means, like, really deep ravines. Um, it's not, Which is weird to me because a holler, hollow tree is what I think of when I think of hollow. Really? Yeah. A holler is a weird thing to me. Even I think it's of a, a holler thing. as a valley that carries sound for Appalachian people to talk to each other. <laughs> holler and communicate. Yeah. All right, save us. Uh, <laughs> save us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, 
<laughs> we uh, we were walking this this saddle in a ridge where the road is, and the holler's real deep on both sides, so you're pretty exposed right there. So we were kind of like creeping along and just peeping up over, um, and uh, we we're kind of trying to figure out where this bird is. And then he goes silent, and Mitchell's like, "He's coming!" <laughs> like to me, I'm thinking he saw us, right? But yeah. Mitchell. You know, Mr. Six Sense himself knows what's going on. And somehow or another, y'all decided that you were going to film. Yeah, um, because we were all kind of on this embankment. And uh, we were, Eric was behind me. And we were kind of like on a line so that our profile was small towards the bird, right? And so when he was like, he was like, uh, just, just, uh, I think he just said, I can't remember what he said. He, he said, y'all too, or just just camera guy in case he go up there or whatever it was. So mm-hmm. since Eric was behind me, he just we just swapped I just took the camera and went and I got dipped you. off right behind you and uh dropped my gun right there. And so yeah, had had the army crawl cameraman. Yeah. That was uh that's a point that probably would be worth talking about a little bit with stalking in general. Mm-hmm. Um I think that people underestimate just the profile of two people walking. Mm-hmm. And like how linear walking is a good thing, mm-hmm. no matter how many people you got, right? It's like, I mean, it's like old army tactic, right? You walk in a straight line, single file, that way you don't really know how many people there are. Mm-hmm. And it's not exactly that, right? A turkey's going to run from one person, but like it's just less stuff to be moving and just Dude, more. Just, there's not many trees that you can hide two dudes shoulder to shoulder behind. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were doing. We went up to a big oak tree, if you remember, mm-hmm. and we were all sitting in a line behind that oak tree. And dude, I feel pretty confident st- uh, stalking things because, like, I did that at my parents' lodge. Mm-hmm. That's what I did all day, every day on birds with a BB gun. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm, I feel I did it the other day on that coyote. Just, I saw my truck and I got down and I went right in line with the tire, so he couldn't see my feet or nothing, you know. And mm-hmm. walked up and over the hood, smoked a coyote on my property or shot at him or whatever. But you know, like that's a there are things like that that if you just know a few things about keeping your profile hidden and uh, using trees and stuff like that, man, you can you can really stock up on things. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, you just don't stand a chance. They're yeah. going to see you, dude. One of the things I've learned a lot is that <clears throat> uh, there's easy ways and hard ways of stalking. A lot of people want to like go straight to belly crawling and stuff. And I've found that like your elbows and stuff stick up so high. You might as well just kneel real low and make it fast if you can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, I mean if, there's sometimes, of course, that belly crawl is what you got to do. <clears throat> but if you got to go 80 yards, like there's a good chance you get picked off because it takes you 15 minutes to get the 80 yards. Yeah. Instead, if you just stay really low and find like the perfect opportune time to make the 80 yards as fast as you can, it's it pays off sometimes. Yeah. So I just always try to stay hidden, whatever mm-hmm. it takes. So, I mean – Invisibility clothes. On my buck, the buck that I, the ranch buck that I chased out here in 2020, I crawled a long ways across my pasture and would have not, would have preferred to not do that. Mm-hmm. But the grass is, you know, 24 inches tall. Yeah. I can't duck walk less than 24 inches. So I'm just, I'm, I'm always going to prefer to be hidden. But like the fastest mode of transportation that you can pick. Within being hidden, that's mm-hmm. how I am too. Like, like when Eric and I stalked that buck in Kansas this year, like we walked almost the whole way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We walked to like probably 110 yards from that buck, and then mm-hmm. basically crawled and you know 
crawl the 60 yards or whatever mm-hmm. they're at last 60 eric and i did some belly crawling out there trying to kill the big buck that we were chasing uh to no avail yeah <laughs> crawled up to a, a tree and just sat there all evening i didn't see anything mm. and that makes you wonder like hmm what's going on here yeah but anyways yeah stalking's weird but fun it is uh so back to the turkey stuff mitchell says hey two of y'all get down there I'm going to call from right here, and we're going to kill this bird, pretty much. So there's, like, this big old mound of dirt. Tennessee's covered in, like, really old logging roads. It's not like logging roads like you'd think of in, like, the West where they're still active with Jeeps or whatever. It's just, like, these old things that are cut into the hills that nobody uses anymore, but there's still, like, a trail there. Um, And I think that mound of dirt was kind of like a – a fur or something that was thrown up mm-hmm. uh, by that one of those logging roads. But <clears throat> I point to that with Mitchell and I say, Hey, what if I just go, you know, lay down right there and kind of Elmer fud this thing just right over that dirt. He's like, yeah, that's a good idea. So I go to go down there. You're right behind me with a camera and we're like sitting up thinking that this Turkey's going to come in pretty soon. Right. Dude, I mean, I'm rolling. Mm-hmm. Like as we're crawling, I'm rolling. I'm like, which I'm getting a little bit of like, here's the story too. Mm-hmm. But like, we were I mean, butt sliding down the hill right there yeah. to get to that. It's steep, steep. Yeah. And I was feeling like, I was like, man, we could be getting seen right mm-hmm. now. Like there was pockets where we, you know, definitely could have been getting seen. So I did not expect what mm-hmm. happened. I get down <laughs> and I'm like trying to get prone. And I've got that, I'm doing that thing where like you got your gun kind of across your chest at an angle, but I'm fixing to like get it out and just be on my elbows ready to shoot. And I hear Mitchell say a phrase that I just could not register because it was so inappropriate at the time. Not inappropriate (laughs) because he said a bad word, but inappropriate because it did not make sense as to what would be happening. As I'm laying down, Mitchell says, stand up and shoot him. And you realized right? he said it twice, I believe. Yeah, and you realized and, I had no idea. And Casey didn't move one inch, so I was like, I maybe didn't hear him. And so I said, the first thing I think I think I said was stand up and shoot him. And uh, then I was like, or stand up or something like that. And then I was like, that didn't make sense. So I was like. He said, stand up and shoot him (laughs) or something like that. And that's when it kind of registered, I think. I popped up as fast as I could, Um, looked down the hill. It was fast, too. (laughs) And it was like a power cleaning man. (laughs) (laughs) There was a turkey 10 yards from us. It was so close. Ridiculous. And what's weird is that, like, straight line, he's 10 yards probably. But he's down the hill a good 20 feet maybe. Like, he's like. Not far from us, but much further than what 10 yards would seem because it it's steep. so steep. And I pop up, and Mitchell, you know, afterwards said he saw this turkey strutting right there while we we're crawling That's down. when he told us to stand yeah, up and shoot him. That's right. And so, like, when I stand up, he's looking white-headed at me. <laughs> and then, like, he goes to, like, kind of run to the left. And I throw my gun up, and I'm thinking, man, it's not a great shot. And I'm hoping that, like, he's going to take off downhill, and I'm going to be able to put a bead on him, you know, and, like – within a second get a shot at like 30 or whatever well the turkey decides to fly off and i don't know if y'all have seen turkeys fly from the ground 
but it ain't the most graceful or smooth or fast thing. And that was what led to his demise because he flew up and got just pretty much about 90 degrees out from me. And it was Smoketown, Tennessee right there. It was done for rolls. Folded him up, dude. I mean, like a duck. Dude. Yeah. It was crazy. He did I mean, this thing too where like he flew up and he probably could have gone faster, but he got kind of like caught in some limbs. So he kind of hovered for just a second. And that's when I ended up shooting in. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was too easy. It just like I had this like vision of my in my head of him looking just like a <laughs> pintail that's taken off the water, and you just blasting him like basically right below the neck. <laughs> and I was like, it just folded him, dude. It was insane. We got yeah. so high. Dude. You could you see it happen? Dude, my angle is insane. So, like I said, I, when I handed the camera off to Tyler, we're kind of on this hill, like in front behind this tree. And Tyler and KC climb or start crawling down the hill. So mm-hmm. when they crawl down, I'm I can't see you guys. And I heard uh, Mitchell yell, "Stand up! He's right there! Shoot!" So I <laughs> I can see Mitchell and hear him say that, but I can't see you guys. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, I see a turkey fly up into the sky, and it just gets up like couple feet in the air and then just drops back <laughs> Dude, it was so awesome Dude, man he was and that's the thing that you talk about with target all the time with shotguns it's like when it's over it's over yeah and it's so cool because it's just lose your mind time yeah uh it was a lot a lot of fun and mitchell was going wild he was crazy was. <laughs> oh. it was fun man it was he's a good cool. hype man he, he is, is dude. dude he is he about tackled you oh dude the, the footage is awesome like i don't know when this podcast is going to release in relation to the video but if it's if it's if the video's out or if you if you're listening to this you should go check out the video you know what you could do is subscribe to our channel and then you'll know when the video comes out <laughs> yeah. if you hit the bell for notifications that's right you know that's, that's probably right. be ideal yeah um, that would be ideal so <laughs> it, you'll know by this point if you if you've watched it if you subscribe you'll know if it's out or not yeah and it is just the footage is cool because like when i get the camera and we start crawling down the hill i start rolling and it's just like one long clip and it's like 45 seconds of like crawl down the hill and then just the best hype ever dude wild it's awesome <laughs> it was cool and that was a big bird too man it's yeah. my first eastern ever and like after seeing them like i realized they are a lot bigger than rios their fans are a lot bigger like a whole bunch i couldn't believe it that one the bird that got run off by the four I was, whenever he went to full strut i like was like oh also I was like breathing so hard when that happened. Not yeah. the, the when because the one I shot was like didn't have time to get excited, yeah. right? But like that first one, I was like, <sighs> dude, I, I had to calm myself too. down. But uh, that was fun, man. That turkey has a huge beard. I think I haven't measured it yet, but Mitchell thinks it's over eleven inches long. Uh, probably like inch and a eight spurs, just a big, big old tom. Mm-hmm. And then like while we were calling that bird, we heard another one light up. Mitchell needs to leave like right now, and he's like. Let's go get the other bird. I can't leave <laughs> goblin turkeys. <laughs> yeah, and then we start trying to chase you a turkey. Yep. But what happens? Um, vortex, as in tornado, <laughs> not as in the uh, binos that I've broken, destroyed, and aren't very clear. Yeah, but uh, we actually like so we're hunting on a piece of permission to Chad's, and these turkeys are on a different property. And we're sitting there calling. I'm sitting way back because I, you can only shoot one turkey a day in Tennessee. I'm like short time, and you know, I'm just chilling, got a camera <clears> just in case, you know, just yeah. listening to what's happening. And then uh, 
I see everybody jump up. I'm like, what's going on? And Chad's like, I just got permission to go to that property. He'd been texting the guy. He so, called him. Yeah, he called him? Yeah, he's just talking to him. They talked on the phone Yeah, right he, he's, he talked to him, got permission. He's like, if you ever need anything, just holler at me. All right, bye. And we popped up and took off. So we got permission, <laughs> and then we yeah. start chasing turkeys, and then the weather just didn't cooperate. Yeah, we had front. I mean, it's just kind of bad weather in the first part of that trip, and second part of the trip too. Yeah, just really, we didn't have great weather. I think that's was a that turkey the, season thing? Was that yeah. the day they canceled school? Right? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We went and ate make some food. <laughs> the first food I'd eaten in twenty hours, pretty much. Hungry boys, and we ate. What was that called? It was chorizo a, con. Oh yeah, or uh, pollo con chorizo, something that was, like that. I mean, that's what it was. I don't yeah. remember what it was called, but that. Yeah. I think it was called Pollo Contrizo. And queso. it had like, but they didn't mention anything about the queso and that was in it or anything. Like it was like, it had like all kinds of cheesy stuff it in it. It was kind of like a junk food It Mexican was a junk food. food and it was so good. It was good. Oh my yeah. goodness, dude. Just salty and greasy. Mm, what I, what's funny is we like ate supper like three hours after that. Yeah. And it wasn't near as good as that, but that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, so that kind of ended the day pretty much just Mexican food and sweet tea, which is, mm, pretty good way to end today yeah yeah uh and uh cleaned a bird and then uh got up the next day mitch was gone and uh we went hunting again and yeah did we we didn't we had a hard time getting on birds that whole day yeah i just the rest of the i mean we had that we did find a guy a strutter that morning there was there was the last couple of days we were tough we hunt we ended up hunting a lot of <clears throat> We hunted kind of back in the same spot for like midday and afternoon stuff that we had killed your bird that mm-hmm. area. And we just were not getting birds to um, to light up. We couldn't hear you know any gobbles really. It's kind of windy. Uh, late morning, we went to a spot that uh, Chad said we should have been hunting earlier in the hunt, but we <clears throat> we did find a strutter and some jakes and stuff, and then we ended up kind of back and forth between that spot and the spot you killed for the next couple of days, and it just it just didn't pan out. So yeah, we hunted the last morning. Felt really good about it. Just had turkeys fly the other direction, and that yep. was that. I think they might have seen us. Maybe. And that's. I feel like that's why they went the other hens direction. Hens are a problem, man. Yeah. That's the big problem with turkeys. Yeah. The hens do what they want to, and the gobblers follow them. It's kind of like does. That's it. Doors. Doors. I still <laughs> think that that uh, fawn bleat thing would work, man. For a turkey? No, <laughs> for deer hunting. I think that if you had a buck that was hard on a doe... You do a fawn bleat, and that doe's going to come over and check it out. So, are you a fan of the can, then? No. Cam fan, bro. I'm not. Fan of the cam, though. Cam Haynes is the man. I feel like that thing thing can't be loud enough, right? such a big fan, aren't you? Yeah. Big one. Bigger bigger than him, for sure. It's relative, right? (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, that's turkey hunting, man. That gum, it's fun. That's it, man. I'm ready to go back and do that some more. We're going to. Yeah, we are. Illinois, right? I think. Whatever that state is. Starts with an I. Uh, but I uh, actually just got a call from our buddy Adam Keith. Oh, please. Uh, while we're on this podcast. And uh, we might stop and hang out with him for a little bit and do a little turkey hunting Can there. we do that with, like, camo brand that he wears? Yeah, it'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. Uh, we'll have yeah. to offer him. Yeah, that's right. We'll, we'll offer him some of the good stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh. No, it's fun. I hope y'all are getting out and getting after the turkeys and doing a lot of fun stuff like that, too, because, uh, I don't know, we talk about this a lot, but where we live, there just aren't any turkeys, so I didn't grow up like with any turkey culture. Any turkey hunting I did, we drove a long way and go do, and it was kind of like... I don't know. 
a crapshoot on if it would work or not, you know. So, like, it's cool to go somewhere where it's, like, a thing. Will you, like, show up in camo? At We went to this cool diner. It's, yeah. like, 50-style diner, right? And there are people in there from probably 5 a.m. until 2 p.m. solid, like, just no breaks. And, um, like, you show up in camo, and they're like, did you get any birds this morning? Did you hear any gobbles? It's like people just know. Even people that don't turkey hunt, they're just yeah. interested in it. It was like, it was kind of cool. Did you notice that too? Yeah. I, my favorite thing was that last day when that uh, waitress said. <laughs> I have this thing where I like to make people uncomfortable. Uh, so <laughs> our waitress was one of her waitresses. She was very proper in the way she talked and didn't fit in too much with uh, all the rest of us. So um, although we speak a different dialect, we speak the same language as the Tennesseans. Uh, she, however, spoke a unknown dialect, and uh, I was like, "Are you from somewhere else, or do you just speak really proper?" And she just kind of giggles, like embarrassed girls do. And then uh, some guy from like the back of the restaurant just goes, "She's a Yankee." <laughs> the whole place yeah. starts laughing. The whole place starts laughing, and then all of a sudden the Cheers theme song came on. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta know everybody knows you're Yankee, um, but. <laughs> It was funny, man. It's just it's just a cool spot. I, I'm I'm looking forward to doing more of that, man. So uh what else do we have going on? Uh, Anything? No. No? Mm-hmm. Nothing, man. Just trying to shoot pigs. That's go it. shoot some bows. We got we got some new bows one of these days. We'll tell you all about that. Um Mm-mm. but uh I don't know. Just uh, enjoying the good weather really. I mean it's it's kinda windy and weird, but it's it's a nice time of the year. So uh uh Easter weekend's coming up, guys, and remember that's not about rabbits and, and uh, eggs or anything else, Pagan. It's about uh, the resurrection of Jesus, and uh, if you want to know now, more about you, that. Were you addressing everybody as pagans, or were you addressing the fact that those are pagan? Those are pagan things, for okay. sure. Yeah, but, not everybody's a pagan. It's now, not about all those things, pagan. We're actually uh, phasing out the Easter egg hunt at church. How about Me that? and Cassie are doing that. We're going to see how that goes this Sunday. Good. Yeah. Why is so, that? Uh, because it absolutely takes away from the actual celebration of Jesus' resurrection. Y'all hunt Easter eggs at church? Well, like not during service, but like that Sunday morning oh. during class. Oh, really? Yeah, that's always been the thing. So yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> Good for y'all. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm done with that. We're actually going to do, I, I don't know, we might hide the cupcakes. I don't know, just kind of give kids something fun to do. But like we're going to make some cupcakes with some open tombs on top. I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. You should just put no icing on them. Why is that? Just because take all the fun away, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. The tomb's gonna be cool. We're uh, what? Did Cassie say we're gonna uh, cut something in half and make a tomb, and then the stone is gonna be like a cookie rolled away. Mm. Yeah, buddy. Sounds like a good way to get some kids high. <laughs> high for service, bro. Yep. That's how it we'll is. we throwing their hands up. Yeah, it's going to be good, for sure. Follow yeah. the show. Throwing up their cupcakes, most likely. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, let me tell you something. Yeah. You probably know this, but like, a kid eating so much sugar they throw up is just a weird thing to me. Have you seen yeah. it happen? I don't know, Jet. Just sometimes eats so much that he throws up. Yeah. Which is also weird to me. That is weird, too. I don't know. That's what a way to celebrate Easter, guys. <laughs> but, anyways, uh, if nothing else, remember to spend some time with your family. Talk to them about Jesus a little bit if you if you get the opportunity. And remember, this is your element. Live in it.
You ever get that feeling the walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating you? You crave some wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe in a spot all your own. Well, head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, streams, you name it. Search by acreage. You can search by location. You can search by the kind of hunting and fishing you're dreaming of. Land.com. It is where the adventure begins. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit MarketHouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY.